Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur, your host, Phil Better. And today's guest is the digital nomad that loves working with other digital entrepreneurs. He's been a copywriter for the past few years, and now he's committed to helping fellow entrepreneurs learn skill sets to grow their business without having to hire a copywriter like him. He's the founder of Remote Scaling Lifestyles, under which he shares his expertise inside his inside the Scaling Remotely Facebook group and inside his coaching program, all designed to help more entrepreneurs scale their impact and their income online. Everyone, please welcome our guest, digital entrepreneur, Trevor Davis. Trevor, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Phil. Excited to be here. How about you? I'm excited. Uh, I love having uh, entrepreneurs who are doing something different and just building, you know, SaaS businesses. They're building something where they, they're putting a lifestyle first, which is always something very interesting. So, uh, Trevor, I'm very excited to have you here on the show. Excited to be here. All right. So I gave her a quick little rundown of an intro of a bio that you guys provided when you came on the show. But uh, how about you give us a bit more of an introduction about who you are and what you do? Yeah, I think that intro uh, pretty well hit, hit the nail on the head. I am uh, you know, currently hanging out in Toronto, uh, looking out at a big blizzard coming down outside. And Oh, that's uh, not, that's not, don't tell me that. I'm in Montreal. I'm down the road. <laughs> I'm not yeah, looking forward to that. Until you get hit too, man. So we're, uh, you know, bracing for the cold and uh, making the most of it. But yeah, just count down the days, about a month away till heading out to, to Asia and uh, excited for another adventure there where, like you said in the intro, I'll be considering continuing to uh, work from there and, and manage some time zone differences and uh, have more fun on a, a different part of the world. How did you get started being like a digital nomad? Like, like I, I, we're probably close in, I'm guessing you're in the millennial age bracket. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, or I'm just aging myself really mad. <laughs> you got it. Right. So we grew up with the internet starting and hearing the, the, oh, you can make money online and not really believing it. Like, how did you get, get, become a digital nomad? Like, how did it start? Yeah. Great question. I think it, it really did start just from seeing it as a possibility in others, right? Like most things we see and start putting ourselves in that vision and being like, oh, maybe I could do that. Um, so that was me, you know, about five years ago out in Europe, uh, doing a you know, classic backpacking trip and, and seeing, uh, you know, all the different things that culture had to offer and, and that part of the world had to offer. And then running into people in hostels and being like, whoa, why, why is your laptop out? Surely we're, we're all here to party. They're like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm working. This is what I do. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. So you can continue this lifestyle and, and work and travel, not just deplete your whole bank account while you're backpacking. <laughs> that sounds great. Um, so coming back from that trip, I, I really set that goal and set my sights on, let's test out this lifestyle. Let's, you know, continue to roam the unknown. And, um, you know, that was kind of just the vision that, that started from that trip and from that experience and seeing how others were doing it and knowing that it would be a, a pretty cool way to, to test out living both working for myself and learning from other cultures different parts of the world and how did you you find that you wanted to be a copyright specifically yeah i'd always actually once i dove into like okay well what do digital nomads do how do they do that you know had seen the the business model had seen the you know type of uh freelancing that copywriters you know would jump into 
you're an English speaker, you can probably be a, a copywriter if you wanted to develop the skill sets, <laughs> you know, to some degree. Um, but also being a you know business uh, you know undergraduate student, having you know gone through the basics of, of marketing advertising, um, and then having gotten into sales, I realized you know I was writing sales emails that were going to be actually selling me uh, more than if I was getting on calls and cold calling people. So I realized at that point that if I could write an email that could convert for one employer, I could do it for more clients and find some more alignment too in, in the types of clients I was working with as well. So that kind of sparked that, that transfer of skill sets from sales and persuasion and influence and you know, human psychology to let's do it for, for the written word and do it in a way that can be done um, more compatibly with different time zones. As I say, I'm now looking to, to put that to the test in Asia and, and, and glad I'm not having to be on sales calls all day. Oh, no, that that would not be at all. Um, Now, when you're doing your copywriting, do you focus on a particular niche or are you generally blasting out copy niches all over? Yeah, typically I love working with, you know, the online entrepreneur. <laughs> it's kind of how I got started and, and working with some coaches that I had actually, you know, started off investing in <laughs> myself and, uh, you know, helping others with their conversions online was, was kind of my my start in this world of, of online copywriting. Um, so yeah, getting into coaches and consultants, expanded out into other service-based businesses, you know, the agency owners um, these days, you know, writing for, run from a fintech company to, you know, a local uh, personal trainer who, you know, is, is here in the GTA. So really a, a vast kind of uh, array of clients, but it's mainly been around the service-based entrepreneurs, the, uh, you know, impact-driven online business owners. What was it like landing your first client when you were testing the waters as a, like a entrepreneur, like where did you find that first client? Yeah, that's actually a story I like to tell. I guess there's alluded to it, but it was actually, um, you know, when I had a nice uh, new job offer from uh, one of Uber's companies and uh, it was either I take this job and go into more sales and do more of what I've already done, which I know isn't going to be fitting into the blueprint of this vision I have to, to travel the world and, and be in business for myself. Um, or at the same time, I was having conversations with a coach that could, you know, really get me started and, and help me kind of start figuring out how to get my own clients online. Um, and so, yeah, I turned down that, that job offer without really having a plan in stone at that place. So instead of taking on more, more new income, I decided I'd, I'd you know, dish out some, some of my savings instead to uh, make this shift, make this jump. And that's where I got started working with this coach. Um, who happened to also be, you know, spending a lot on ads and not actually nurturing his email list and, and having had experience in writing, you know, sales emails, I, I hopped in and, and started helping him out with writing that sales, uh, you know, that nurture sequence, writing those emails and uh, helping him out with some automation there. So that uh, got my, my feet wet, got me started and kind of opened me up to, you know, having some case studies, having some actual samples of work I could then leverage and continue to work as I, you know, develop my network and started putting myself out there as, as this new identity of, of being a copywriter. I love it. Um, with the success of clients, specifically, obviously, with your first one seeming always to be the greatest one in my books, I always love seeing the success my first clients get. Um, you must have racked up some memories of wins for maybe yourself personally reaching those goals that you wanted to reach as uh, when you started the the quest to be a digital nomad or even when you saw the wins that you got for do you have any memories that you would like to share with us yeah for sure i think there's a lot of uh <laughs> memorable client wins um 
and just to your point about wins for myself too, I mean, just to kind of put it through that frame, it's, it's all around whenever I'm helping a client reach their own goals, whether that be, you know, revenue target, a, a new client, you know, target, they're trying to you know, grow and expand their, their business and, and, you know, serve more more and more clients. Um, and that was the same thing for me personally, it was having that personal lifestyle goal where, you know, by January of 2022, I was going to be uh, living abroad and, and, you know, starting off this nomad journey and excited to say a year later, <laughs> reflecting on those memories of, when I first touched down on the beach in Costa Rica and, you know, was enjoying that lifestyle and making that happen for myself, um, you know, really motivates me to keep doing the same for my clients and seeing them get their first client or seeing them, you know, really hit that next milestone of expanding their program or developing that next, uh, you know, iteration because they've got the revenue now to, to invest in that growth. So, um, you know, one of my clients I worked with for, for most of last year um, and, and through the year before, uh, you know, she went and, you know, cleared her, her first six, six figures and just over a few months and seeing that happen, uh, while I was really writing all that copy alongside her and helping manage her challenges and her kind of growth initiatives, uh, was really exciting. <laughs> it was great to see. And, um, you know, knowing that I was helping her brainstorm, contribute, you know, align on strategy, go through all of that to really get to where she was. Um, at that point, it was an awesome win to celebrate. It's a great uh, memory to share, and uh, for the to, to inspire the audience as well to to see that those are some of the wins that you want when you you are a digital entrepreneur to get the wins for your customers, your clients, so that you can celebrate along with them. Um, and it's not just focus on the money, 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 because that then you're going to deal with clients that you don't really want to deal with because um, you're you want the, you're chasing the money. Um, <laughs> if you could give a tip about copywriting a general tip for people trying to wrap their head around copyright what would it be i think you know i can just go go to the old adage of really um features tell but benefits are what sell right and you know that that kind of sums up everything about you know it's not just about what you're you know gonna throw at people with the different videos they'll get in a you know, platform, uh, the number of calls they'll get, the, you know, certain perks they might see inside of, you know, working with you. But it's, but what does that do for them, right? When I talk about these client wins and I talk about the win that was me getting out in, in my, you know, my lifestyle, it was that big personal goal. It was that real, um, you know, ambition, that, that big driver that was taking us through. So remember to frame in your copy, in your content, what the real benefits that, your reader or and client would get. Um, and that's really the, the, the main line, I would say. And, and the next one really would just be to sum it up with, remember, if you're writing to everyone, you're also writing to no one. So know who you're writing to, know you know how your offer is positioned in the market and how you're getting that messaging uh, across to them through benefit-driven language. Now, switching over, what what is it like doing remote living while you're, you know, like you're scaling your lifestyle remotely and most people think they need to have a secure spot to grow their life to get the benefits of you know the growth from the company and what 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 is the benefit of working with you then in the in the remote scaling lifestyle yeah i mean i think it's kind of just turning that whole idea on its head right we've kind of always been told that you know you need to have the 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 classic you know white picket fence and, you know, the, the corporate, you know, cushy job that'll make sure you have a sense of security. But as we've seen through the pandemic and even in, in recent times, you know, with the layoffs happening uh, at mass, um, even for people who've been around at a company for over, you know, 10 years and they just see a, 
uh, you know, default kind of automated email and now they're blocked out of the system and that is their official termination. You know, no, no talking to managers, no official, uh, you know, ceremony to, to walk them off and thank them for their hard work. Um, I think we're, we're turning the idea of security on its head and what that means to be safe and secure in our, our digital age. And I mean, you know that, Phil, right? You'd be able to invest in yourself <laughs> to be able to really create this sense of uh, security in, in 2023 and beyond. Um, so I think that's kind of like the core premise here, right? We're being self-sovereign kind of beings, being able to create our own sense of security uh, through what we what we do in our work. And, uh, you know, if that means we can do it from, you know, home and be able to do it with, you know, kids running around and that's the lifestyle that p- people want to be able to support, then that's awesome. Or if that means, you know, let me cut costs and enjoy eating out and spend more time on, you know, the fun things that I want to spend time on while, while uh, you know, exploring different parts of the world, then you know, I can do that. And it's actually, you know, cheaper to live abroad than it is to keep paying for, for insurance and rent here in Toronto. So, um, you know, just changing the perspective, opening people's eyes to, you know, how there's different ways to, to keep um, developing, I guess, sustainability in your business and your lifestyle. And, um, you know, I think people think, you know, you need a set environment to have consistency and you need that environment to really be uh, developing the positive habits or the you know momentum you need in your business, but if you have the right structure in place, you can do that really from wherever and with the right systems. Um, it's possible to do while just balancing around Airbnbs every couple months. Um, have wait, when did you start going remote? Like when did you start doing the the remote living uh, lifestyle? That was just just over a year ago. So, um, like I said, set that goal for twenty twenty two and. Um, you know, I'd spent a full year abroad in, in Europe years prior and, you know, had kind of tested that out while being able to do it a little faster with a little less focus on work. <laughs> but uh, now I've kind of been able to blend both that, you know, explore the culture, immerse yourself, dive in and experience everything that the area has to offer with while well, you can still go and work, you know, <laughs> a good few hours each day to get things done, move the needle and, uh, you know, keep keep the balance going so yeah about a year of experience in that with uh, a little bit of time back back home in between what where where are some of the places that you're planning on going uh this year uh got a potential potential dozen lined up really uh but no any, everywhere in southeast asia starting off with vietnam uh looking at hanging out in da nang got a nice airbnb lined up there and uh you know gonna take it from there really um trying to time our our seasons to go and hop into Thailand, Cambodia, Laos, you know, looking at uh, places nearby like Australia or cultures that have always intrigued me, like Japan, where, you know, don't have to go and get jet lagged for a two week holiday in Japan, but could just go and enjoy it for a short stint, you know, hopping over from from another nearby uh, Southeast Asian country. So those are a few of them on the list. And I'm sure more will more will emerge as I go out there and start talking to other nomads who've been living living out there for a little while. It's I'm really excited to talk to you in a year's time to see where you, the adventures you've had with your, your business. Um, we, we are coming near the end and it sucks because I am having such a great time chatting with you. We will ask the uh, spark uh, question of the episode uh, spark being that from the uh, seek discomfort boys and on YouTube. Um, if your younger self were to see you now, what is something they wouldn't probably that this lifestyle is even possible. <laughs> <laughs> You know, any any version of younger me, um, maybe beyond you know the three years ago, four years ago version that that first you know set the goal to be able to do this, <laughs> and maybe um, you know a few years prior to that, you know thinking that it was uh, 
some degree of entrepreneurship was was going to be on my horizons, but not knowing that it would involve the digital nomads and not involving you know uh, all the other aspects of, of the journey that it's taken me now, um, I'd say younger me would be pretty proud. All right, uh, Trevor, I'm going to jump off the screen here. I'm going to give you last little bit. Tell my audience where they can find you, where they can support you, so that they can uh, could find how to become a, a remote living uh, specialist. Yeah, you bet. Well, uh, I'm over on Facebook in the remote scaling community. You can hang with me there. Um, really just you know, connect with me on Facebook. That's probably the best place. Uh, more YouTube content to come this year as I explore Asia and share lessons learned along the way. Uh, but for all the copywriting training, all the you know, support in your marketing journey, uh, you can hang out with us there in the Scaling Remotely Facebook group. Awesome. Trevor, I want to thank you so much for being here in the show. It was a pleasure talking with you. Uh, to my audience, make sure you check out the show notes down below to connect with Trevor. Uh, Trevor, any last words before uh, we end the show? Nah, just going to take take what's on my sweater here and, and you know throw that out to people. Roam the unknown, pura vida, and thanks for having me on today, Phil. You're very welcome. And to my audience, remember to always invest in yourself. Yeah.